Hi there, welcome to the Animals Naturally podcast with me, Suzanne. The aim of this podcast is to give you tips and ideas on how to care for your animal more naturally. Whether your animal is large or small, there's a whole world of complementary therapies that you can use to help your animal have a more naturally healthy lifestyle. I'm founder of Taranet, a leading natural animal healthcare resource at taranet.co.uk. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be interviewing Erica Messer. Erica Messer has set up a company called Wolfie's Wish. It publishes books, cars and award-winning affirmation decks for pet loss. Unfortunately, as much as we love our animals, we are likely to outlive them. So pet loss grief is something that we need to confront at some point during our lives as animal lovers. So without further ado, I'll introduce you to Erica and you can hopefully find lots of useful information to help you cope with what is a very traumatic time. So welcome, Erica. Can you tell me a bit more about how you came to develop Wolfie's Wish? Hi, Suzanne. Yeah, I can. Um, You know, my circumstances were a little unusual. Um, My cat Wolfgang died suddenly and very tragically um, and really left me devastated. And I couldn't, I didn't know what to do. I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was feeling so awful. And okay, so, you know, I go to the internet and Google, like, how do you deal with this? And um, there's a lot of books available, um, but I was I was just not in the capacity to sit down and read, and I just felt, oh, what if it doesn't help me? And um, do I have to read the whole book to feel better? Um, so that's how I got into Wolfie's Wish, and I ended up developing my own practices that felt um, natural to me. And uh, it, there's nothing magical or special. It's just acknowledging my grief and pain and asking okay what can I do today to to help facilitate my healing um and so out of that evolved basically a card deck which I had looked for on Amazon and couldn't find um and then my family and friends loved the idea and I would share with them the cards um and the practices and they're really simple like remembering to breathe, breathe through your cry storms, you know, just reminders and guidance and tips to kind of get you on that path. And here we are today, and they actually won a Best New Product Award last year at uh, International Trade Show called SuperZoo. Um, so that gave me a lot of motivation to keep going and a little, you know, encouragement on the back. Say, like, yeah, yeah, okay, this isn't a, a crazy idea. Yeah, so um, what surprised you the most when you were looking to, or how to get support? You talked about looking online. Uh, yeah. What surprised you? Was it the absence of anything really? Or Yeah. What? I mean, there was, a, I, I remember the first result came up and it was more or less like, it's like pet loss gifts. And I was a little disappointed in that. And so um, I, I, I just didn't find any, aha, this is for me, you know, websites. Um, I just, like I said, there's a lot of books. So, you know, I did an Amazon search. Um, you know, I needed something that was very much like how-to guide, right? Like really basic stuff. And I ended up looking, I ended up getting a counselor, um, someone that I knew and had worked with before. And she wasn't really able to help me with this specificity. And so I thanked her and then I said, I'm going to actually look for someone who can specialize in this. And that was also a little bit of a frustrating journey um, to meet over Zoom. But I did find a woman named Ann Catarello. And, you know, when she told me 
that everything I was experiencing was normal. I really didn't believe her. And it, I remember it taking several times to ensure me that all of my symptoms were completely normal. And when I, when I, it was like an epiphany to know that other people felt that way because I struggle with mental health issues. So I'm used to being a little bit off and emotional and up and down. Um, I'm bipolar. And I was sure that this event had triggered something when in fact it had not. And that's when I called my mom and I said, what, what do you think? Can we, can, you know, should we make these cards and my friends and family and people I barely knew just started throwing money at me. And the funny thing is they, they thought I was making sympathy note cards, which we do in fact now make <laughs> once they found out we were making a, a 30 day card deck with, you know, simple tools and practices. They were like, Oh my God, that's amazing. So, you know, I don't like to take credit for that. I think it was just something that happened and I don't feel like, you know, I'm special or anything like that. I just feel really grateful that there's now tools out there and now people are copying the idea finally. So there's a, there's a counselor in Australia making some, um, that's all I really know about actually, but I know it's only a matter of time before, um, other people will be making a similar product, which is great because we just, I think need to validate pet loss grief and also have tools and resources. So um, I've built my own resources on wilfieswish.com and they're always growing. Um, so there's a blog and a YouTube channel with interviews, even Cat and Catarello. Um, and so people can have sort of an introduction to counseling and what it's like. Um, I also have uh, veterinarians that talk about the in-home euthanasia process for people that are anticipate anticipatory grief right anticipating the loss of their animals so I try to be all-encompassing and I'm always asking followers on Instagram and and um, people that buy my cards how can I make this easier for you what kind of resources do you want what kind of content do you want and I think it'll it'll just be an ongoing journey um, and it's really I, it's a strange word to use, but it's really exciting for me because it's it's new and needed. So yeah, it's always this challenge, right? Of what can I do today? Mm. What can we add today? And that's really fun for me, actually. Yeah, yeah. Better make a difference is an enormous thing. And certainly I come from, I've got quite a, an equestrian background. I had horses for, for years. And I know certainly there's a couple of horse charities now um, do offer like I said, the anticipatory grief people have helplines and people to support people making the right. difficult decisions about horse yeah. coming near to the end of life or and afterwards. Because I think, as you say, it's an area that's perhaps not been given the um, focus that it requires because it right. they're part of your family at the end of the day, aren't they, our, our pets? Oh, so, yeah. Absolutely. And, and that was really interesting for me to find out that it's not just specific to people that own cats and dogs, but in fact all around the world, you know, people have all kinds of pets and birds, even fish, turtles, you know, um, guinea pigs, and they, we all grieve. I interviewed Dr. Doug Mader, who's a renowned veterinary, um, veterinarian in Florida, and he talked about how he grieved a pet frog that he cared for for almost two decades. 
And so grief is really universal and it's okay to talk about, it's okay to support people. And um, do we like to talk about it? No, but when, you know, I care about people, I want them to be healthy and happy again. And that's Wolfie's Wishes mission is to help people find the tools that they need to go to, to live the rest of their life without this, you know, bleeding heart. We're all going to have broken hearts. My heart still breaks, but it's not just bleeding every day. And I, I've never used that analogy, but I think you know what I mean. Um, it's just not an open wound, but um, finding finding ways to keep going. Yeah, I think grief's an in- interesting thing for whatever we're grieving, whether it's human or animal. It's a, an area people don't often like to talk about, do they? They no. People can be quite frightened of actually expressing their grief for sure. the reaction they might get from somebody else. And likewise, people don't know how to deal with other people's grief, do they sometimes? Yeah. It's a very complicated subject. Um, it really is. Really, really is yeah. complicated. Um, think, yeah, sorry, carry on. Oh, sorry. I just, I think for me in the past, when I get some news like that, I almost feels like a disease I'm going to catch of sadness. And so I myself have experienced not wanting to talk about the subject and not knowing how to help other people. Um, and so I think having having some support for people that are grieving, like our online support groups, where you can come and air out your grievances and share in a community is really helpful because not everyone in our in our immediate family and day-to-day life is going to understand and give us the support we need. And in fact, sometimes they can be hurtful by saying, you know, it was just a horse or it was just a cat. And um, that makes the person question, should I be feeling this bad? Maybe they're right. And it just compounds the bad feelings. And, yeah, absolutely. And Wolfie's wish is really based on what was good. What was your favorite memory? What makes your heart feel good when you think about your relationship? And so you're kind of balancing all that heavy grief with, wait, oh, I was really lucky to have the experiences that we had. And, you know, you're kind of pulling, that's my experience was I was pulling myself out of, you know, really the depths of despair. I know it sounds dramatic, but that's my experience. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you about any common myths around pet loss grief, and I think you probably just touched on some there, actually, about the people sort of trying to minimising, and actually that's okay to minimise pets as being less as important as humans, and I think that's probably a myth, isn't it? It's totally um, not the case. Um, Is there any other myths you would say particularly you found around pet loss grief? Well, the thing that still shocks me, even I think we started this 21 months ago, is that for me and my experience in my life and losing people and my family that were close to me, um, losing Wolfgang was still the hardest thing I've ever gone through, including several very serious health issues. Um, it's It just really, really shocks me still to say that, that it was the most profound loss I've ever had. And I haven't lived, you know, a sugar-coated life. Um, like I said, I've, I've, for one example of mental health struggles, you know, that's not a walk in the park. That's really hard. So I want other people to, to realize that pet loss grief is valid. It's very serious. Um, and you know, there are crisis hotlines now for this specific thing. That's how serious it is. And I think for people that don't have pets, maybe they have kids, maybe they don't have kids, it's almost impossible for them to understand and relate. And that's okay. 
you know, I don't know, I don't have children, human children. Um, so I don't know what it's like to have the bond of, of a child. Right. And I'm no way comparing the two. Um, I'm only saying that as outsiders and people that don't have pets, it's really hard to understand the human animal bond and how strong that is. And so that's why some of my blogs address that. How do I help support my neighbor, my friend, my colleague, my sister, my best friend, when I don't understand what they're going through? What do I say? And just for your listeners, the really short answer is to ask your friend or, or that person, what can I do to support you and let them tell you? So it's, it's, it's sort of an opener to say, hey, I want to support you and I don't really know what to do. It's the best thing you can say to someone. And then you guys have a, an entry point, right, of where to start. And that can that's going to be different for everyone. The answer is always going to be different depending on the individual. But um, I think that's the best thing people can do. That's really great advice, isn't it? I think absolutely, definitely, because it's a, it gives people a, a non-confronting um, way to offer support and to yeah. say what they want isn't it absolutely yeah it's real simple can you say a bit more about your music background I understand you're quite musical oh, sure. and how you um use that to help pet owners. yeah well um I've been a harpist my whole life and I've tried other careers but I always came back to the harp and um mostly now my day-to-day job with it is uh teaching um which I now do over zoom mostly and then I'm a also a, a harpist singer DJ so I do a lot of big corporate events or weddings and it's so fun it is so fun right but since I've started this journey of Wolfie Swish I've said how can I I know the harp is healing it's soothing people like it let me let me finish my program I was studying to be a clinical musician and I stopped during COVID because I just couldn't handle it um so I've I'm going back to that and finishing my certification, but I'm really interested in how harp music can help animals. And I don't have the answer today. Um, At the very least, I think it can calm them. And so if you have a senior animal that's maybe in pain and needing treatment, why not have some harp music, whether it's recorded or live, you know, probably going to be recorded because there's not not a lot of us out there. But, um, and, and with humans, it's a distraction right? It's something for them to focus on while they're getting maybe a, a procedure or an MRI. And so it helps reduce stress, uh, helps lower blood pressure so the body can heal itself. And I'm so excited to see how I can bring that into animals, but also I use it to help people that are grieving. I play, I do a lot of online uh, memorial services or tributes, and there's a great amount of songs like Over the Rainbow and I Will Always Love You. Um, home by what are they what's the band Ed, Ed, not Ed Sheeran anyway so there's a lot of songs that actually really apply to to pet loss grief and I think it's just another facet of people to feel um, to honor their animals and so it's super exciting to see for me where that's going and um and, and I still do the still do the fun stuff I love to play uh rock and pop covers and sing and um I also oh gosh so I also do pet portraiture which I started during COVID and I offer that on our website as well um and I like to do it all myself but when I have too many orders then I have some trusted colleagues that help fulfill that so it's pretty busy you know you sound phenomenally busy <laughs> yeah it's fun I mean I've never been more energized and excited to do what I do because it's so darn fulfilling and I never feel like I'm working 
yeah that's the uh, best kind of well, it's not I say it's best kind of work when you don't feel like you're working isn't it if you're doing yeah. something you love and making a real difference it's really really powerful really lucky stuff, really motivational um yeah. so what other services are you looking into developing over the coming months I understand you're looking oh, to yeah <clears throat> well um there's a beautiful person her name is Saskia and she reached out to me because we had translated the cards already to Spanish German and French um I had big plans for these once I got that award and she she was so nice and reached out on Instagram and said, um, your translation of your posts is a little off because I'm I'm I don't I'm not native. Right. I'm not fluent, but I try. And so she she volunteered to help and I ended up hiring her for more services and more duties. And then she said, you know, I really I really love what what you're doing and I love this need and I want to become a pet loss counselor. So we have a plan now in about four months to um, start hosting our own virtual pet loss groups. And I myself am getting certified in pet bereavement in September. So we hope to grow and partner with more professionals so we can provide this kind of support all around the world. I have a woman in Australia to that's interested. I want to find someone in the UK that's interested and just really be able to kind of have global support because why not? And I in no way want to compete with anyone else. There are other groups, but we're just trying to bring um, some products that are in development to to help have this like holistic approach of how many how many things can we offer someone and what will they respond to and want. And that's again back to the website. That's an ongoing thing. And um, so we do have some some products coming out that I'm going to keep. Um, close to my chest keep my cards <laughs> hidden for a little while because I don't have a, a tight timeline but um there it's literature we'll, we'll put it that way mm-hmm. oh, that sounds um, really exciting and it's, it's all for your website then so people can keep up to date um oh yeah services and new products on your website yeah absolutely uh but and we have a newsletter so we we want our subscribers to know first and foremost when we're having these events like the memorial or new products or specials. Um, and then also on Instagram, Wolfies underscore wish. Um, I post a lot of day-to-day content that is helpful on how, what are some things you can make for friends and um, what, and I post videos of harp on there and, and it's really fun to engage right with the followers. And I, I really love Instagram for that. Yeah, and no, absolutely, it's good to. It's a really good platform, isn't it? To you, I, yeah. I, I love Instagram too. Um, so it's been. Is there any final thoughts you'd like to leave listeners with? Um, just thinking about their recent experience, um, pet bereavement, or maybe in, about to. Yeah, I think that um, pet grief is real and valid, and so I want people to hear that and know that whatever they're experiencing is is probably really normal, but there is support. And, you know, it's really up to the individual to decide what kind of support they need. And also um, just, again, underscore that that sentiment of supporting friends, families, colleagues by asking, how can I show up for you? I don't really know what to do. Do you need food? Um, can I check your mail and take your trash out? You know, do you want to be left alone? And and just start from there um, and let let people tell you what they need. And um, please don't ever say it was just a fill in the blank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Thank you. Is there anything we've not covered that you um, wanted to share or we 
no, we covered a lot and the really important stuff. Yeah. yeah, thank you. No, that, <laughs> okay. I'm really happy and thank you for giving your your platform to this important topic. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad, glad you reached out. I think it's, it's an important topic, as we said earlier. It's not something that people talk about very often, but it's really, yeah. really real. Um, and all the work you're doing is invaluable. So I'll put some links to your website in the show notes so people can um, um, easily contact you and your Instagram. So thank you very much. And thank you, Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. Appreciate it. I hope you found that an interesting interview with Erica. Confronting pet loss is something that we must sadly deal with at some point or another as animal lovers. So hopefully you've got lots of tips now on what you can do to help yourself or even support other people you know who are going through their own pet loss journey or approaching end of life care for their pets or other animal. If you'd like more information on Wolfie's Wish then visit Erica's website at wolfieswish.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can also find lots more information on holistic therapies for animals, including aloe vera products for your animal or yourself, and business coaching for pet care entrepreneurs at my website at tarinet.co.uk. I thank Erica for sharing her story and her inspirational ideas on how to cope with a challenging time. I do hope you found that interesting. And do please like and share this podcast so other people can also get tips on how to cope or how to cope with animal loss and also how to help their animal have a more naturally healthy lifestyle until next time thank you goodbye